Thank you for listening to the Troy Podcast, where we promote, educate, inspire, and entertain creators of all things related to fantasy and science fiction. Hi, this is Carson with Troy, and I have with me Joseph DJ Dimension Mercado. Uh, all right. Joseph, thank you for getting on uh, with me today. And uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, how you doing, everybody out there? Um, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm, I'm Joseph DJ Dimension Mercado. I've been uh, uh, originally an electronic music artist since the early 90s, coming out of New York City. Uh, through through the journey, you know, I um, you know made a career out of it, and I've, I've had awesome experiences uh, as an artist, as a record label owner, and in the last five years, um, jumped jumped into uh, writing my own story and, and and creating a comic book out of it, and uh, that's based on a portion of my life, and um, and I took the opportunity to to um, make it bigger than me and and make it a uh, a fun community project that's um that's you know really really it's been an awesome experience really awesome experience awesome and that's you know the main part why you're here uh you wrote that comic uh based on your life so what was the genesis like why did you decide to to write this uh a, a couple years ago maybe about five years ago i i was um in my in my late 40s and uh, going through like uh I would I would say a change in in my artist identity just as as myself as a person you know like uh, in 2003 when uh, I was at the peak of um, that portion of my career as, as becoming an electronic music uh, dance music um, an unknown artist that was um, on the cutting edge a lot of things I I suffered a, a near tragic um, accident um, while pursuing my my DJ goals where I, I could have lost my life. Oh, wow. And um, at that, at that, you know, at that point, I was um, I was on MTV. I was on Telemundo. We um, we started doing DJ live streaming in about 2001, and it became a popular CD series where you know it, it led to a lot of opportunities. And then all of a sudden, uh, that stopped for me. You know, I was a young man in my my 30s, and and um, you know, I grew up different. You know, in, in Harlem and and in the South Bronx, where. Um, where emotions and things like that weren't really like uh, taught, like well-being wasn't really taught to us. So um, that came out in, in in my life and in my mind and stuff. And 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 through art, you know, I, I figured out a way uh, through meditation, that support, you know, um, you know, my own type of spirituality, and putting it together with community, um, creating something that's gonna that kind of talks about. Um, that I, I, I'm able to create a platform where I can talk about um, the the hardships, but also celebrate uh, with youth, with um, with platforms like this. Celebrate that we're actually, you know, we're still doing it as art, you know, and we're able to collaborate and make like really cool stuff together. So that's part of that's uh, part of the journey of the book. Mm-hmm. And you have mm-hmm. two issues out right now. Yep, two issues. Yep. What are some of the challenges that you had? Um, you have them behind you there. Yeah, two issues. Um, I mean, you know what? You're you're a DJ, so it's kind of out of your wheelhouse. Um, but you mm-hmm. created, you know, two issues of a comic. Um, yeah, yeah. So what challenges did you have as you're going about doing that? Um, I, I I can't really say there's been too many challenges. I think there's been like a lot of learning curves because I've been really open to it, you know, and I I really wanted. I wanted to respect uh, to uh, respect the comic book world, uh, also um, the the writing world. You know, making sure that you know um, 
that things line up you know like it, it started out you know basically a story about my life about my experience but i made it into a sci-fi thing so how can i make that fun and still keep it um keep it um ex acceptable to to all different like um ages and 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 cultures into something that's open-ended into it can be um absorbed by by basically anybody you know in, in a positive way so i think that's the biggest thing like being sure that it's it it's uh it works like with the vision of of, of keeping something um that's positive in motion and, and not and not kind of i think selling out maybe you know like because in in, in dance music culture a lot of things are you know or you know drug culture and you know uh you know sex culture and you know basically all all over you know it's it's in in all the music and, and and a lot of things that we see so how can we keep that that's been the biggest challenge in keeping that you know cool so then i can show it to anybody you know it's 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 a fun thing that i can be like hey you know like this is something that's um that's a joy you know it's 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 not going to make you uh think too hard you know and, and the other way and something that's not acceptable things like that so why did you choose uh the comic uh form instead of you know like a novelization or or you know a screenplay or something like that uh to, to be honest like through a lot of meditation and then uh writing uh it, it came out to me as far as um that's part of my culture you know like growing up with spider-man and the hulk and you know just everything you know and, and, and everything that it's come out to now you know because back in the day it was just a comic book you know and we would sit down as kids and and really really love you know like like that book and you know our imagination will go will go crazy so um giving that to um uh giving that opportunity to, to the youth to be able to to be, you know a five or six years old six year old or you know a 10 year old can sit down with it and be like you know and, and their imagination go go can go crazy you know as far as uh digging into the uh what's happening in the book you know nice uh and it does have a, a very visual appeal to it your artwork is amazing how'd you go about finding a an artist to 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 share your vision okay yeah with this it's it's actually been kind of fortunate you know i'm i'm really expressive when i when i speak and you know i have things outlined you know as far as i you know i when i meet an artist uh Aside from the first time, it was it was more kind of like a learning experience. Um, it, so it took it took a little longer than expected. Actually, the first book took about three years to make, and um, you know from idea to going back and forth with um, with ideas, and then um, I didn't really know too much about like the um, uh, like the technology process. You know, as far as like if, if an artist is able to work digitally or you know just work with pen or with colors. You know how they can affect the workflow and things like that so uh meeting different artists and and putting out my vision being open actually really being open to what i receive uh, you know like you know have an idea um but um be like um wow you know this is, looks amazing and encourage the process you know even if we're changing it along the way being open to to, to the styles and and what comes up you know if, if it's at least you know we're, if we're in the ballpark you know if we're in the same uh, if we're in the same wavelength together, it becomes uh, a really fun experience. So basically, like reaching out, uh, social media, like like I would identify artists and buy, you know, I, I like this and and you know, maybe start a talking relationship and say, hey, you know, this is what I'm I'm doing. Maybe we can do a guest spot, or um, if it's something that I see potential in, 
like with the current um, artists that I'm working with now, uh, Creation 80, um, you know, we, we, we work something out to where we, we, have, we have three or four books ready to go. You know, we have the story lined up and, and we're like, hey, okay, after Transfusion, we're taking a break and now we're working on number three. And the vision is that, you know, to have number four books and, and then I'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so it took three years to, uh, to come out with the first book. What was the process right, uh, like? Because writing a comic book, it's very visual with very little, um, you know, conversation and words and stuff. And, and you know, mm -hmm. and you can see behind me, you know, I, I have a lot of novels. And when you're writing a novel, um, you have to explain everything. But that's it's, it's a different format where it's just visual. But you have to convey, like, the same amount of stuff. Like, what was the process between right. you and your artist to, to balance that? Uh, it, it was, it was interesting because it was a lot of, it was, it was a lot of surprise because I would, you know, give out an idea, you know, and, and describe it, you know, say in, it, in an outline or, or in a, in a storybook. Um, when, so when I write the story, I, I, it's, it's, it could be a storybook, you know, like if, if we were to, 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 to condense it and make it into a kid's book or something like that, the idea is that you can sit down and, and, and read it to a kid or, or. So um, the details in, in, in the pictures, it's basically uh, was, was the difference, you know? So I, 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 in my, my style of, of comic book, I, just, I, I like big words and, and, and a page that tells, you know, maybe five or six stories within, as opposed to having, you know, like the traditional um, blocks and a lot of bubbles and things like that. Um, so um, deciding that it would be, you know, like kind of based on a storybook, you know, kind of it, it helped me to, to, to keep it simple. And um, so I, I'll, not, I'll narrate the story, you know, then I have, I have fun creating maybe the, the different characters and, and, and becoming the voices for them and, 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 and then putting that into the style of first getting it from the artist and then um, I do like the post-production. I put the letters and, and the effects on there. So bringing it to life and then taking that next level and, and making it like a believable character. So it's um, it's a long process, you know, but it's, it's kind of instinctual to tell uh -huh. you the truth. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you said something interesting. You get the art back and then you put the, the words in for the, um, for the page Yes. as you're creating yep. it. Right. So uh, for anybody that uh, wants to do this, um, what kind of software mm -hmm. do you use? Uh, mainly using uh, Photoshop. And um, uh, that's, that's been my go-to for years. And um, uh, I have a wonderful assistant that helps me as well. Like, say I have an idea and I, I'll sketch it out because I'm not really, like, that good. And then um, um, she will help me, Fee, Fee will help me uh, take it to the next level and at least, you know, keep it to where it's honest to what, what – what um what we're translating but at the same time add that you know colorful like you know whatever the the elements are to make the pages like like as colorful as possible so so it's yeah, it's a step-by-step -step process is maybe about honestly maybe about five or six layers you know from getting getting starting out on uh google documents you know writing the story you know to meeting the artist every week you know or every couple of weeks and having that good contact in the email and then getting the art back and forth and then 
you know, having that good rapport with one another, where it's, you know, like, uh, you know, we're, we're all artists. So, you know, like, uh, you know, being uh, encouraging along the way, you know, and, and like, wow, you know, this is really, really dope. Now let's let's add more fire to it, you know, and then once the team sees, once the team sees that, it, it becomes it's it becomes like clockwork. It's like really, really cool, really nice. Nice. So, do you work from an outline? Or are you able to? Do you already know what's going on, so you don't have to to do that? How do you How do you work? I'll I'll create you know create the story, have an outline, in, in uh say in Google Docs, and uh, you know where the, the whole story is there. So, say it's it's, it's written out like a book, and uh, and then from there, you know, uh, I don't I don't swamp the artist with too much, you know, just like segments at a time, you know, and then say, hey, we're gonna work on uh, say the next four pages you know and then so then the whole flow and then uh um so say like the next book uh the same artist we're gonna we're gonna deliver a whole different like upfront style like more the characters are more you know coming out in your face kind of thing so um now we have that in motion to where um all right cool we, we did this style and now we're we're transforming it into where it's it can be anything you want it to be but it is based on the outline you know to answer your question you know, so we are, we do have a process where we, you know, we go back and forth and we keep the minimals at least two or three times and then, and then agree. And then we, we take it to the next level and, and then begin the uh, post-production part. And then, um, after the post-production, um, you get ready for print. So everything is outlined, um, book size, and then we send it to the printer and that, that becomes a whole new process and it's a whole new relationship. Yeah. Right. So let's, <laughs> let's talk about that too, in case anybody wants to mm-hmm. independently publish a, a, you know, their own, their own book. What, okay. how did you go about finding a, a printer to, to do it? It took me, it took me a little while since I was a little, I, I think apprehensive or, uh, I don't know if that's the right word, but I kind of, I didn't know what I was doing. So I, I found, um, services online. So I, 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 jumped around for a couple of services, you know, one started out a little bit more expensive and, you know, the book was, book was nice, but I wanted a little bit more comic book feel. So then I moved to another printer uh, online and it was a little bit better, you know, and, and then I finally found someone um, in town here in Phoenix, uh, ready print comics in Tempe. And, um, and that's been the best option because I've been able to go there do, do like a hands-on thing. So, I would say if if you don't know what you're doing, work, working with people that kind of do know, and then being open to to the process, and you know you would so say like uh, the first book took three years, the second book took uh, September, and we were done by Fan Fusion about less than nine months. So, and we can crank out the next book like if we really wanted to in six months, but we're not in a rush. <laughs> you know, like like the process the process is now now there. You know, to where it, it can become a little bit more. You can push them out a little bit more if if you want to, but you know I'd rather you know take my time and, and allow the um, the evolution of the, of the art, you know, and the, and the feeling of the story to to grow and you know allow people to 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 find it too. You know? Right. So <laughs> yeah. talking about uh, allowing people to find it, what have you been able to do to? I mean, you were at Phoenix Fan Fusion, but what else have mm-hmm. you been able to do to to market um, your 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 book and be able to to find um, readers who love it. I push it from my website on ndmdigital.com. Uh, I've, I've shied away from, from online stores too much and, and 
and even comic stores at, at first. Um, what I've been doing is um, I'll create like curated events, whether I DJ or sometimes I'll just host it and then I'll have other entertainment, um, uh, say other DJs or you know, a different style of music altogether and I feature some of the artists. Uh, so I do that here and uh, locally in Phoenix with uh, some of the like boutique kind of shops like Grand Avenue Records, uh, Trill Shop, um, uh, a few local businesses where I'm able to showcase it and then people can kind of, they can check out the product. Um, another thing that I do is um, uh, I collaborate with uh, the Boys and Girls Club uh, to where uh, I use the book as a, as a wellness approach and I, I bring it direct to the kids and I use turntables. I use the process of creating comic books um, by encouraging collaboration. I'm not a counselor or anything like that, but I, in a roundabout way, say, hey, you know, if we're going through, uh, you know, hard things in our life or, you know, if we if we want things to get better, you know, and um, let's, you know, find let's find ways to collaborate. You know, somebody knows how to write the story and somebody knows how to do this. So I, I push, I do that in collaboration with the Boys and Girls Club uh, here on a, on a weekly basis to where it's, it's kind of like a grassroots approach, um, I guess. You know, I, I really wanted to where, um, uh, in, all, in all honesty, like, um, artists beforehand and in, in any genre but not you know electronic music industry uh like avici and then more recently like eric murillo uh they passed away you know uh, because they uh, weren't able to find a way to take care of themselves and um you know um i was an artist and i still am uh but uh that was on that forefront and i want to take the responsibility to to people and and to the youth to be like hey you know like we can we can push through by finding our inner superheroes by by being creators ourselves and and and, and collect you know connecting with others and so you know that's my main approach by delivering it to the people that they really want it you know like i can sell i can sell the books like quick you know but i i take my time i'll, I'll curate an event and you know even if i sell five books that day or no books you know like but if somebody says hey you know that's a cool story and and then I can see that, you know, they went to the website and they watched, you know, the documentary or, you know, they read a little bit more about the comic or became something later, you know, naturally. Then, you know, that that really makes me happy, you know, in the progress of, of just creating something that's unique to me. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I, I like what you're saying, you know, reaching out to um, to not only the, the businesses, but the Boys and Girls Club, because we live in a term oil world right now like it's it's filled with turmoil and being able to to help anybody out whether it's kids or the youth counselors or or whoever teachers um and even parents um that stuff is valuable and and i you know i didn't get a chance to read out through all your your book at phoenix fan fusion but um it had some good stuff in there and it's it's about um you. you know it's about you know uh you're you're featured in it but it's you know it's dj turned into mega man Mm-hmm. Correct, and uh, to save the ghetto yeah. soul for the kids, right? Right, right, exactly. Yeah. So Mega Man is, uh, you know, a, a music group. You know, back in the day, in the, in the '90s, we would DJ on six turntables, and and then we got the opportunity to, to uh, DJ at the anime rave at, at Fan Fusion, and uh, you know, I'm in my 50s now, so to be able to have have that, it was kind of like, uh, you know, like a story come true because in the book, uh, you know, ghetto soul is a form of electronic music, and we get these forces uh, from the evil EDM empire, 
you know, and uh, <laughs> um, that try to that try to stop that from having, you know, from us having a good time. So we have to, you know, uh, so it's kind of like in real life, you know, we have all these elements, you know, real life, uh, um, you know, people go through hardships, you know, there's so much, you know, depression, anxiety, um, you know, and people just going through things that we, you would, we would never know about, you know, and, and just, you know, I've seen it at the boys and girls club, like given, you know, the, the kids holding a book or holding a, you know, a little postcard of, of, of the characters. And, and, you know, I, I see it like, like it's Spider-Man or, you know, or Superman, you know, in the, when they needed him, you know, like during the great depression or something like that, you know, it was like that, that peak kind of superhero and, you know, and it might not be that, but that's the kind of feeling that it gives to me. And that's, that's what enables me to, to keep it going and to, you know, and to, you know, just to make it like amazing and any experience that, that we get into, you know, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. You said that superheroes were part of your culture growing up with, with comic books. Is that, is that the reason why you chose superheroes? Because it, it gave you such a feeling in the youth and in your youth. And so you wanted to pass that on. Oh yeah. Yeah. Acro- across, across time, you know, like I remember, you know, I, I had the, you know, all the comic books and then I always used to love the Marvel team ups, you know, and you know, there were bigger books and, and I would love to see, wow, you know, like what if, you know, Hulk fought Iron Man, which was different back then, you know, and, and, uh, and then as my kids got older, um, you know, stuff like say the Power Rangers, you know, like, you know, like it was exciting to watch, you know, like in late nineties and, and the excitement that you waited for the buildup of, of your hero to, to, um, you know, to defeat the, you know, the, the, the dragon or whatever it was in, 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 in its, uh, simplicity, you know, I know there's a lot of different forms with like those types of, uh, you know, comic books and heroes are like so simple, you know, you just waited for, for that moment, you know? So that was, you know, that's kind of like, um, like the main inspiration behind it. Also wrestling too, old, old school wrestling, like the 80s stuff, you know, like the ultimate warrior and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Ultimate <laughs> warriors there. there. Okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So a lot of wrestling, you know, like a lot of boasting, you know, you know, stuff like that, you know, and, uh, you know, like a lot of stuff that we grew, grew up with and, uh, you know, the simple reminders, cause that's how I DJ too. There's not really anything new. Um, we just borrow from the cultures and what we're doing it. And, you know, and, and even, at, even as a, a veteran DJ now, I borrow from, from the youth, you know, to invite the colors into it and, and the energy and, you know, and not be like, Hey, you know, it's only in this one way. It's, you know, it's, um, it's a universal, it's a universal thing that we could all enjoy. I think, um, professional wrestling is severely underrated as a story form art you know you have good guys and bad guys and you know they they fight it out and they they duke it out and you know um it all it all comes to a head at a pay-per-view event and you know i I, right i think it's severely undervalued yeah yeah so uh, if you look back especially try reading number two it's kind of based on on uh like like the quick motion of 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 wrestling so say like you know you know hogan and 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 the warrior were in a you know tag team match and uh, you know the wild samoans were getting ready to win and uh you know and and when warrior hits you know hogan on the head with the chair we're like what's going on here you know it's kind of, <laughs> it kind of thing but it you know it kept us captivated and uh you know and it was you know like you said very, very underrated and it's you know embedded in, in our culture you know like like for years you know and it's you know it's very amazing format you know if somebody looks into that you know so that's 
I'm cool. We, I'm, it's cool that we we connected on that because <laughs> it's hard to see those characters back there. So that's really awesome. Yeah, so I was I was a big WCW fan, so I got Sting and Lex Luger and the Ultimate and okay, I had nice. Ultimate Warrior over here because they were you know Sting and and Warrior started together as the Blade Runners, and, right? Yeah. But going back to to that, even if you watch a match, you can tell um, the it's a it's a story arc. It ebbs and flows. You know, you could always tell mm-hmm. when. Uh, at the darkest, when Hulk Hogan or even the Ultimate Warrior were at, were at the darkest, you knew that you were going to get the chills because they were going to get hit or whatever, and they're just going to snap up and Hogan will right, shake right. his head and stomp around, or Ultimate Warrior will shake the ropes, um, and you you get that sense of excitement. And so, as people um, who are listening to this and who want to tell stories, find a way whether you're doing it in a comic book like yourself, or or writing a novel, or even in a piece of art, find a way. Uh, this is unsolicited advice by uh, Carson Lacey mm-hmm. um, to to find that emotion, to have that moment in a story and people will keep coming back. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, that that ultimate warrior moment, you know, the, the Hulk when, you know, the, the TV Hulk when Dr. Banner got, you know, thrown over the uh, the bar and he's like, hey, dudes, like, I really actually not to make me angry, you know, and then. <laughs> You know, and you know, you did it anyway. But we were waiting for that moment, you know, or when the Power Rangers, you know, when it was time to power up, or you know, when the Mega Men, DJ Dimension, and Big Will Rosario, when it's time to get Mega, you know, it's kind of the same thing. So, you know, that's 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 the fun part about all that. No, it's exciting. And and if you haven't um, had a chance to to watch professional wrestling, or you thought it was silly or whatever, find some of the old school. Even even nowadays, uh, there are some good stories and some good lessons that you can learn just watching a match with the ebb and flow of, of the story. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. So is there any advice to, that you'd like to give for anybody that would, you know, is thinking, hey, I want to do a comic. I, I don't feel like I can write a novel, um, but I, I have this story in my head that I want to get out. Do you have any advice to them? I, uh, advice would be like to start it started and do it you know like there these days especially especially you know uh, now there there are so many tools online to where even if you're not like uh like i started out inward like i was like hey you know this is i want to work on this you know and i shared the idea with somebody else but it wasn't like you know like hey i'm I'm todd mcfarland i'm gonna do this tomorrow and you know and you know we're all different you know so um if you have, do have a big platform, you're like, I know there's a lot of different ways. There are crowdfunding sources. There's, there's community. There's, you know, just, just getting it started. You know, it, it'll take some work. It'll take some time, but you know, it's, um, it's, it's, it's possible, you know, whether you have a story and, you know, and, and you're not the best artist, you know, find somebody that's going to, going to be able to work with you or, or find a way to, you know, put the art on it, on, on, you know, to create a cover, you know, and there, there, what I'm trying to say is that there's plenty of ways to, to make it happen, you know, and, you know, just a lot of ways to educate ourselves. And, um, you know, there is support out there to, to, um, to make your dreams grow. So, you know, just stepping into it and, and having the courage and not really worrying about what, what anybody says too much, you know, take that and be like, Hey, okay, cool you know, and, and, and take the part that might work for you and try it out. And if it does, it doesn't, and it, and it might work, you know, but having that gratitude along the way as well, you know, say, you know, always coming back and be like, Hey buddy, you know, I, I appreciated, you know, that thought, you know, and this is, this is, you know, what came out of that, you know, and thank you, you know, kind of thing, you know, 
building blocks along the way. That's that's great advice. Um, and I've noticed uh, one key thing that you've said um, over and over is is communication. Like you've constantly said that communication with the, the key people that you you know you work with. But not only that, like uh, it seems like you've had uh, a network of people that you've been able to reach out to as well. So going back to have courage, like um, for those people who are, are kind of inward, um, I, I I think that this world that we live in is, is smaller than you think and people are willing mm-hmm. to help and, and be able to, to guide you. There, and there's a lot, and there's lots of help out there, you know, and even if it's not, you know, one person the whole time, but you can get enough information where if we speak to someone directly, sometimes I'll send out an email just for information purposes. Like I know this is totally wrong and this, you know, and I'm going to get a response, you know, at least with a different direction, you know, and, you know, being open to, you know, to all the different, forms of how we can make our art better you know and and get it out there and you know and not losing hope you know like um uh, you know say say hey you know i want to i want to sell 100 books you know and we only sell two books you know like like keep keep it going finding a way to get creative to get it to, to the person that's going to appreciate it one thing i've i've noticed as we've been talking is you you've been very open to failure like you're not afraid if something doesn't work um, you're, you're willing to try something else to, to make it work. It seems mm-hmm. like you have a goal and you're not going to stop until you, till you achieve that. And I, I really uh, find that very valuable and I know people will as well. Like you, you continue to, to go. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got to keep going the way I see it. You know, the, the old toy, it was like a little, uh, say it was like a little monkey, a little drummer boy and you wind him up. And then when he got into the wall, he kept going, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> So, so we just got to keep, keep our winder moving. And then, you know, it, uh, eventually we'll, we'll get out of that corner and then we'll be like, Oh wow. You know, this is, wasn't so bad after all. And, you know, at least getting that experience, you know, it's, you know, it could be, it could be something massive, it, you know, or it could be something that, uh, is just part of your journey, you know, for your life. You know, I, I learned that from, uh, in the nineties, I would, I would make my mixtapes and, and take them to the record stores. And, and I, you know, I was, dance music and i would i put them up in in stores that had hip-hop you know and things like that and then uh, when i became a label owner from vinyl i would take those vinyls directly to the stores in new york and be like hey five copies so i you know and and i never if i would have worried about somebody saying hey you know this sucks or it's not you know like you know the the best record ever you know i would never do it you know so you know i've I've, i think I've, i've had practice through the years in different forms with different formats you know, I've, I've I've created CDs. I've pressed up vinyls. I've had vinyl deals. Uh, you know, I've all all different all different forms. So this form, uh, because it's so new to me, and it's a comic book, it's like I'm really open to it. You know, it's it's like it's like an amazing the, the best form that I've ever seen. You know, as far as like uh, my creativity, um, not in a in an ego sense, like um, like in a, in a, in a in a happiness sense where you know, like the colors and stuff that for the first time I'm like, wow, I had this in my mind and through creating a process. Now it's actually like on a piece of paper and, you know, and it can last, you know, for forever, you know, mm-hmm. for, you know, so it makes it, makes it fun in that way. So being a DJ and the skills that you did for that has, has sounds like it really helped um, you along your way for, for this new endeavor. Yeah, yeah, it has. Yep, just being open to the whole thing, you know, just DJing in a bar and somebody's 
<laughs> and you think you're doing good and you know and, and somebody leaves you a note hey you know your music sucks you know you're like <laughs> you know the whole place somebody took the time to write you a note and be like you know so you gotta you gotta you're like wow okay well, you, it's either that or you know or you keep going you know <laughs> and i held on to that note too i keep it as you know a little reminder of the of the good time so. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. stuff like that can keep you humble i noticed uh, along the way you've you said to be grateful and be have gratitude um mm-hmm. you know uh, for what you're doing and and stuff like that it doesn't matter how big you get like you can look at something like that and like yeah like i've came a long way like i gotta remember and, and be grateful for what i have now yeah yeah be very grateful and and keep on giving you know find find a way you know it doesn't have to be a lot but um you know there's there's always a way that we can connect and you know and, and reciprocate you know and, and keep the energy going you know perfect so you hit uh phoenix fan fusion are you going to any other uh conventions this year comic conventions uh no no not that was kind of um a, a lot of things fell into place uh with that you know and we got a lot of community support uh it was a big push it was a very big push and uh we even got a, a grant from the city of phoenix so i was able to to bring um my music partner william rosario uh we were able to get the um, um create a budget and stuff to to have him come over and and just reaching out we got major support from fan fusion we got tickets for the boys and girls club for them to come for free we got the performance so it was a big uh community push so right now like to be honest i'm not really sure what's happening next you know as far as i, t- I took the week off to really like to reflect and then you know you you can get back on the wagon and you know and you know and have all cylinders going but then sometimes when things happen like in i would say like in a wholesome way like that where a lot of things fell into place you know, you got to take it, you know, like, okay, cool. Now, how, so now how can we make the most out of this? So, uh, continuing our relationship in the boys and girls club and, and, uh, bringing the comic book slash DJ slash, I call it creative dimensions, it's creative dimensions program, um, to other boys and girls clubs, uh, in Phoenix, Arizona, um, reached out to a couple, a couple other, uh, conventions and, um, and anime festivals, but, um, you know, we would love that, you know, if, if it works out, but you know, the main goal is to, is to keep pushing like positivity in the community and then everything else works like in a, in a really mega way, you know, and that's, and I, and I proved that with, uh, with the fan fusion because that was the formula. It started with community, you know, I didn't do it myself, you know, it happened with everybody. So, you know, yeah, making sure that we, we stick to that. Perfect. Well, I hope they invite you back next mm-hmm. year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that'll be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm down for that. <laughs> well, well, Joe, yeah. uh, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. Um, any any social media, any shout-outs you want to do? Okay, cool, yeah. Um, shout-outs to, to, to everyone involved, all the artists, uh, Creation80, uh, William Rosario, uh, to, to Fee, uh, that helps with the graphic design, uh, to everyone at the Boys and Girls Club, and to just um and to all the artists in the original book um alba morales justin bua um art soldier 77 uh, andrew it and then um and also on the second book we have bod lines who was featured on um an image comics and you know he has an awesome um line of his own so all the artists you know and 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 you you know and and whoever's like like flowing with us you know like behind the scenes everybody that's watching and 
you know, that, you know, that we don't know about, you know, thank you, you know, to, you know, just to everybody and all the energy, you know, and, you know, I can't express it enough, you know, thank you. Perfect. Uh, and what's the website that people can get a hold of you at? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's the other main part. <laughs> uh, yeah. NDM digital, uh, com. NDM com. You can find everything there and we have all the links to the social media, to the YouTube, uh, Instagram, um, uh, you could also find me, DJ Dimension, on uh, uh, Instagram as well. But ndmdigital.com is the main portal to shows you has my music, merch, you know, the comic book, um, and all the social media platforms. So, um, and also the uh, the portal to uh, megamensounds.com, which takes you into um, the universe of of the DJ Dimension and Big Will Rosario. So, uh, so it's all there. Perfect. Um, All right. Thank you so much for getting on with me. I appreciate you taking time out of your day. All right. Thank you too, man. I really appreciate the opportunity and, um, um, you know, looking forward, we can, you know, we can do it again whenever you're down, man. Thank you for listening to the Troy podcast. Please subscribe, like, and share with your friends.